Best Fleets is a competition that is really helping to reshape the trucking industry. But what is it and how is it impacting you? On this episode, we find out what you need to know and look for in the trucking company. Hello, I'm Andrew Winkler and this is Driven Too Far, the truth about trucking, a podcast that helps over the road truck drivers balance career and family. Welcome back to Driven Too Far, the truth about trucking. In this episode, we're gonna talk about the best fleets to drive for. Have you ever wondered what the best trucking companies have in common? Well, today we're gonna jump in and we're gonna talk about what is the best fleets to drive for contest, why it's important, why you should care, and what impact it's had in our overall industry. The Best Fleets to Drive For contest started back in 2008, and it's run by a group out of Canada called Carrier's Edge. What they're really trying to get down to is they wanted to know who are the best carriers out there from a driver's perspective. So that's not interested in the company side of things, but they want to say, if I'm a driver and I want to figure out what are the best carriers, who's got the best packages and the best offerings out there, how do I find that out? So they started this contest back in 2008. In order to get into the Best Fleets to Drive For contest, the first thing that has to happen is you have to be nominated by a current driver within your fleet. The second thing that happens is if you want to participate in the competition, they'll send you a questionnaire. And I'm telling you, the questionnaire is lengthy. The first year I dove into it was 2012 was the first year I participated, and it was over 100 questions long. But it was all in there. It was asking about your operational strategy, your maintenance strategy, safety. Uh, it talked a lot about work-life balance for the drivers. It talked about benefits, pay all those things. So it just covers a variety of things that would all be important to the driver. The next thing that happens is an executive conference call with the management team at the carrier. They're there to go over your survey questions, all 100 of them, and if there's anything that's unclear or they would like to clean up a little bit, clear up uh, your responses, that's their opportunity to do that. And the conference call itself can be up to 90 minutes long. The fourth and final phase of the process is an actually a validation survey that goes out to the drivers. So depending how big your fleet is, they wanna send a survey out to some of your drivers, typically about 25% of them, and they wanna make sure that you're doing all the things that you say you're doing within your company. Once those validation surveys come back by the end of the year, then they pull everything together, they score it, and out of all the companies that participated in it, they're out to name the top 20 best fleets to drive for on an annual basis. And they typically announce the winners of that at the annual Truckload Carriers Association Spring Conference. They usually break up the 20 carriers that make the list into 10 small and 10 large, and then they name an overall top carrier for each of the categories. Top overall small carrier, top overall large carrier for the year. So now that you know what the Best Fleets to Drive For contest is and what it's trying to do, let's talk about why it's important and why you should care about it. If I was a driver in the industry and I was aware of the Best Fleets to Drive For contest, maybe I'm out there looking for a new carrier to drive for. If that's what I was doing, the first thing I would do would be go to the Best Fleets to Drive For website and I'd look at a list of the names of the carriers that have made that top 20 list uh, year over year because those are the carriers that are focused on building driver-centric organizations and driver-centric cultures. The Best Fleets contest itself has had a dramatic impact 
on our industry. And when I think about even my first year in 2012 being involved in it and what has transitioned uh, since then and where we're at today, it, it's just it's really uh, pushed our, our industry forward when it comes to rethinking about how we treat truck drivers, uh, how we create programs for drivers, uh, and the outcomes that they want. The old days are gone in trucking, and if you think you can uh, run a truck line and mistreat drivers and not give them home time, not give them fair pay or pay them for everything that they're doing, uh, you're mistaken. Those days are long gone. It's these drivers or these carriers that are blazing the trail into the new space in trucking of where things are going. And they're out, they're focused on the value of today's driver. So you might be curious of what kind of impact the contest has had in our industry over the years. But one thing that's interesting is um, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, driver detention, that whole concept was kind of new. And what's what's been great about the best fleets process is that what once was cutting edge stuff back in uh, the late 2000s is, is now standard operating procedure for so many truck lines. So this is the contest that's pushed us forward. If you want to be on the cutting edge and you want to run one of the best trucking companies out there that's focused on drivers, this is what you do. You dive in and you get involved in this contest because it pushes you. It pushes you to be better. And the one thing I learned after being in it year over year is that it's not just enough to put your best foot forward this year and think that you can set it on cruise control. That's not going to happen. Uh, what you're going to learn is that once you have a taste of being on that list, that top 20, you don't want to lose it. That's pretty prestigious stuff. You've just been named one of the best carriers in North America by drivers, by drivers that work for you. So you certainly don't want to lose that. And what that does is it it really pushes you to innovate and uh, push even further the next year. It's like, okay, we made the list one year. I don't want to fall off this list. So what am I going to do? How am I going to stay on this list? Well, I can't just kick back and, and think the same answers that I gave last year are going to make get me on the list again because I've got all these competitors nipping at my heels too. Now they're chasing me. We're sitting at the top of the mountain. We're at the pinnacle there, and they all want to knock us off. So they're being innovative. So you've always got to think about uh, how I can be one step ahead of the competition. Um, what can I bring to the drivers they've never seen before? Uh, how can I make their lives easier? How can I make their families' lives easier? What kind of technology could I embrace uh, to help them along? One of the things uh, that I know has come just in the last couple years is like a guaranteed pay program. So you think back 10 years ago, that concept didn't even exist. But today, one of the demands of today's driver is they want to know that there's going to be a consistent paycheck dropped in their bank account every Friday. Well, how do you get that? There's so many ups and downs in trucking. How do you really control that? And it takes somebody to look at that and say, hey, we could come up with a minimum base wage for a driver. We could guarantee them to them every week that that's the bare minimum they're going to make um, and then let them earn over and above that. We've had carriers that have even done salary type programs. So 
the base pay is the same every Friday, uh, and it's just a guarantee. So the nice thing is that when the driver does go home for that scheduled home time or those holidays or whatever it might be, they're still getting a, a consistent paycheck 52 weeks a year. Those things have come along in our industry because of the Best Fleets contest. I know in our particular company, uh, to be competitive, we had to move uh, from a 90-day benefit period up to a 30-day benefit period. And I'm not saying that's the only reason that our company made the change, but uh, we certainly saw that in a pattern of the best fleets. So after every year, we go back and look at the scores, and I want to know what my competitors are doing. How did they get on the list, and what have they done that I'm not doing yet? The best fleets contest also drives um, – peer recognition programs, when you think about ways we recognize driver in their efforts, uh, maybe advisory boards within your company. So that's something fairly new at ours in the last few years. Uh, you know, it gives the drivers a voice. Instead of management making all the decisions on things, whether it's truck specs, equipment, um, technology that we bring on board, why not get the voice of the driver involved? Let them give us their opinion on what they like, what they don't like, and what they would like to see. So that's the advantage of, of bringing on a driver advisory board. I think the technology is, um, man, it's really, really expanded here in the last few years. I, I can think about new ways we're onboarding drivers from orientation because of technology. We're starting a process where as soon as somebody accepts a position, they're not scheduled to be in orientation for two weeks, but there's no reason with today's technology that we can't start that onboarding process uh, before they physically show up. So it may be things like filling out paperwork electronically. It may be things like watching some of those dreadful safety videos before they ever step foot in the office. And if we can knock those things out of the way uh, before the driver gets uh, to orientation, that really shortens the orientation period and helps us get them behind the wheel of the truck faster, quicker, and start to earn that money. Driver mobile applications and the things you can do with them now, it just almost seems limitless. It's amazing. Um, I certainly see a trend where most of these carriers have their own mobile app where the driver is now probably receiving his dispatch information. Maybe they can see their pay settlements within the app. They can schedule maintenance. They can schedule home time within the driver app. So it's about giving the driver a tool where they can manage their day-to-day -day in one place and make it really simple. As I mentioned before, uh, detention is probably one thing that's come a long ways and was a big reason um, you know, Best Fleets had a lot to do with that and the push for that. Um, the other thing that I've seen come along that I thought was a pretty innovative idea was a customer scorecard. So, you know, as a carrier, we're always uh, big on giving our drivers feedback on their performance, whether it be safety and productivity and those things. But one of the things that come up when you talk to drivers about their experience at a certain customer uh, you hear the horror stories, right? The, the driver had a bad experience where they won't let the driver in to use the facilities or maybe they didn't have overnight parking or somebody was just outright rude on a loading dock and didn't treat that driver with respect. One of the cool things we've seen through the Best Fleece process is the development of a customer scorecard. So at the end of the load, when the driver punches in his empty call, 
it asks the driver, hey, rate this shipper or rate this customer. How was your experience on, with them on a scale of one to five, five stars or something like that? But if they've had a poor experience, uh, they can also put that in there. And maybe it's a one-time deal, and that's the only time that particular customer uh, has had an issue with the driver. But what if it's an overall pattern? What if we're sending our drivers into hostile workplaces uh, in and what we're learning is that now all of a sudden that we have this feedback system from our drivers to give us real-time feedback, we can push that onto sales and go, I think we have an issue here. We've gotten several reports from the last 10 drivers that have been into this location, and all of a sudden, uh, they're not taking care of our drivers or they're not treating them well. Well, that's probably a customer we need to replace. So. That's just some of the innovative things that the Best Fleets has done and pushed forward with in our industry. I think it's had an amazing impact on the industry. And, and if, again, if you've not heard of it or haven't been involved in it, or maybe your carrier, maybe you don't know if your carrier's been involved with it, but go to bestfleetstodrive4.com and there'll be a listing of all the carriers that have gone through the process on there. You can check it out. And if your carrier hasn't, then maybe that's a, a future nomination next year uh, you'd be willing to do for your carrier. Because how you win in this, it's not whether you get on stage at the end of the year with those 20 things. For me, it's been about the improvement process for the 10 plus years I've been involved in it. Because like I said, every year, you're aiming to improve your group. You wanna compete, you wanna be named one of the best in the industries, and you want drivers to recognize your name because of who you are and how you treat your drivers and the programs you build for your drivers. So that's the value of the Best Fleets competition. Thanks for joining me here today for Driven Too Far. Subscribe now so you don't miss any of the trucking industry secrets that you need to know as a driver. 